Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, it's episode three of Maybe Baby, the podcast for the parentally undecided. I'm Kate, the handsome man sat on the floor opposite me is Bodge. Hello. 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 And today's topic is one that scares the hell out of me. It's having uh, a teeny tiny person basically fight their way out of your body in the most brutal way possible. It's birth. What a delightful way to describe it. I thought I'd make the effort. You've got a point because when you think about it, evolution has hit us in so many ways. So we're taller, we're stronger, we're smarter, we live longer, all those different things. And yet the one thing that remains the same through all of it is the fact that women give birth in exactly the same way. Mm. It's quite brutal, really. You've got the short straw there. Would you give birth to me? You know that film? Junior. With, with Arn- Arnold, yes. Yes. I can never say his last Arnold name. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnie, would you do that for me? Would I be willing to pick up the slack? That is a very good question. Let me think about that one. Yeah, so look, we could both give birth. Would we flip a coin? Or would you just say, you do this one, I'll do the next one? Do you know what? Let me answer this afterwards. I need to think about this. You think about it. So episode three. And we have a dear friend of mine who I've known for over 17 years. We met in Big Brother 3. We instantly became best buds. I just fell in love with her. Her personality, her charm her laugh she also broke a table which I'm partly to blame for because I did tell Alison to get up onto the table because you could see people heading in and out of Tesco so this was after a couple of weeks this was after about a week maybe so not is, even that this is how bored you were so bored people going in and out of Tesco has replaced like any other entertainment you had <laughs> well we didn't have a TV we True. didn't have radio it was like look humans other humans <laughs> going about their daily business anyway you've probably worked out now it is the wonderful Alison Hammond who came on to talk about her birth story with her son Aidan so, Bodge, what did you enjoy about our chat with Ali? Well, for one, getting propositioned. That's, yeah. It's always nice. It's always <laughs> nice to have someone say lovely things about you. It uh, looks like in case we need a surrogate, we've got a route. I'm not sure that was a concrete offer, though. Probably not. <laughs> also, as people were here, Alison didn't conceive naturally and she had a C-section in the end and she shared how that made her feel. I think that shattered some of your caesarean illusions because I know that's what you wanted to do. I didn't ever really think about... The fact that a cesarean is a stomach operation. Yeah. Yeah. That's put another spanner in the works. Um, <laughs> Great. More difficult. To I love surprising her at the end. Stay tuned for that. But we'll be back afterwards as well to share our thoughts. Uh, right now, though, without further ado, time to dive straight in to episode three. I 
I am very excited to be able to introduce one of my oldest and loudest friends to the Maybe Baby podcast, a fellow graduate from the University of Big Brother 3 class, where we spent weeks in a house laughing, crying, playing hide-and-seek and breaking garden furniture. What better preparation for motherhood, hey? <laughs> Renowned for her this morning interviews, managing to reduce Ryan Gosling to tears of laughter and eliciting a proposal from The Rock, she's even had a Vice article dedicated to her, simply titled, Alison Hammond is a fucking legend, so she really has made it. But most importantly, she is a super mum to her 13-year-old son, Aidan. Alison Hammond, welcome. Thank you. That is the best introduction. But only my best friend from Big Brother could have done that. So exactly. thank you, my darling. I thought I'd make the effort. <laughs> this is your first time meeting Bodge as well. Oh, he's lovely. He's everything that you said he was going to be. You said he's the handsome and he is literally the handsome. He seems very kind, very gentle natured and he wants a baby. This is all very overwhelming. <laughs> Alison Hammond fancies you. How do you feel, babe? I mean, if you won't give me a baby... Hey! Do you know <laughs> what? I could be a surrogate. If anyone was to have a baby with him for me, I would choose oh, you. Oh, what a lovely thing to say. I swear. <laughs> I'm going mean, to leave all that to you. This podcast has taken a bit of a turn now. It has, but today we're getting down and dirty in the detail and we're talking about the birth. And yes. as you'll know by now, we don't hold back on this podcast, but let's kick things off a bit more gently. And let me ask you, Alison, at what age did you know that you wanted to be a mum? It was probably when I saw his face. It was at that point I thought, you know what, I want to be a mum. Are you serious? Serious, yeah. It didn't happen naturally. I was a little bit like you. I never really thought. I never really liked other people's children. <laughs> if I'm honest with you, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna, this is truth. We need to be truthful. Yeah, yeah. We need to be honest. And I'll be honest with you. Even like when I was pregnant, I was thinking, oh gosh. Am I going to take to this like a duck to water? And I was just thinking, how's this going to work out? Literally, his face came out. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love you. Oh. Like, literally, I love you. I kind of liked him when he was in my stomach as well. Mm. But it was that moment, literally, when he came out, I thought, I am going to be a mum. Did you not plan to have him then? No, he was completely unplanned. Oh, my goodness. Mm, he was completely unplanned. And his dad was like, what's going on? And he was like, well, we've done it now, so let's just go for it. What happened was I went on that programme. What was it called? Um, was it Fit Club or Fat Club? It was one of the two. <laughs> and I lost three stone. Okay. And then I became pregnant. So obviously I'd lost a little bit of weight. And obviously my body started working really well and I got pregnant. So it was a shock. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Aidan was unplanned. I thought yeah. he was... Um, he was unplanned. He was like the best unplanned thing that's ever the happened. The best mistake ever. The best mistake. Let's not call him a mistake. That's really mean. <laughs> um, but you've done it. You've There's been times I thought he's a mistake. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but you've done it. You've you've also been a birthing partner to your sister. Yes. Uh, so you've seen a baby forcing its way out of a vagina. Yeah. You know a lot about it. So let's go back to your due date. Was Aidan on time? So his due date was the 21st of January. He came on my birthday, the 5th of February, which incidentally is tomorrow. So listen, hold back those presents, Bodge. Hold them back. You but didn't say. I, I can't believe you it's your birthday tomorrow. Yeah, I'm 44 tomorrow. My son's 14 and it's just been the best 14 years ever. So he was just a little bit overdue. Well, he was like two weeks overdue to the point where you get caught after two weeks. It's like, you know, they need to come out by now. They could be struggling or anything. Anyway, we went to the hospital 
and they said, listen, this child has to come out. It's been two, you're two weeks over. And I said to them, do what you got to do. So they gave me an injection to try and induce the birth. Next day came, they were like, well, the baby's still not coming. He's really enjoying it in there. He was doing really well. And then the next day they said, all right, we're going to introduce pessaries. Do you know what pessaries are, babes? I've only heard of a pessary when, when I had thrush once. And right. I had to put a pessary out of my fanny because... So. Sorry, Ellis. Sorry, you know... We've got someone in the studio here who's... <laughs> it's like, what am I doing here? I had to put it up. It canistered cream on the pessary and it got rid of the thrush. So it's imagine five of those done by somebody else. My so goodness. I've, I've got to say, because we were looking at this yesterday at things, ways of inducing birth. Mm. So you had... Yeah. We had some... Like old wives' tales. Yeah. Did, like spicy food. Yeah. Uh, I tried that. Did you try blowing up balloons? No. What you didn't that? try blowing up balloons. <laughs> This is, yeah, this is legit. What's the that? internet is a glorious place. I googled methods of bringing on labour. Here's what I found. Blowing up balloons. Uh, the theory is that a build-up of abdominal pressure encourages labour to start. Pineapple. Did you eat any pineapple? I did eat pineapple. That apparently. It's got the enzyme in it, bromelain. Is it called bromelain? Bromelain. I, yeah. It's got the enzyme in it, bromelain, which is thought to help soften your cervix and really? bring on the labour. And then nipple stimulation. Did you get your nipples <laughs> squeezed? No, seriously. It says here... When you gently rub or roll your nipple, and this is such an interesting um, one. No, I didn't do that. Do you know why nipple stimulation is meant to bring on labour? Because the idea of rubbing or rolling your nipples is basically mimicking the suckling of your baby. That makes sense, So actually. your body like releases the oxytocin hormone and that causes contractions to start. Oh so next gosh. time you're up the duff, babe, give your nipples a fondle. <laughs> <laughs> or or just get someone to scream really loudly for about an hour, like a baby would. Mimicking a baby, exactly. I mean, yeah, what else? Isn't that weird? That, the thing is, I used to leak all the time. Like, my boot, before I had the baby. Oh, see, this is why we my... want Why? <laughs> You're not doing really, it. You can get, great, like, nipple pads, so don't worry. Sanitary like towels nipple... for your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. So you get your little pads, you put oh, them on. Oh, my goodness. Because you do leak a little bit before the leak- birth. I thought Sorry. you leaked after. No, babes, you, there is a little bit of leakage. It's the pre-milk. <laughs> it's, it's being pasteurised. It's so gross. Know. Did you try it? Do you try your nipple of milk? Of course I did. Do you, what does it taste like? Sugar. Does it? Oh, it was like sugar. But I was addicted to... You know, sugar. Nest, <laughs> sugar. Nestle's chocolate milk. You know, the one that you mix up in milk? I Literally every day. I was like what? having about five glasses of that. Oh, was that your craving? Every day, yeah. No wonder your nipples were leaking. Your body didn't know what to do with all the milk. It was like, get it out. <laughs> Right, so where was um, we? So we were talking about um, trying to induce the labour. Yeah. Um, so he literally didn't want to come, I'm not going to lie. So I was there for like five days <laughs> trying to induce this birth. So did your waters not break? No. So they tried that as well. Did they do a sweep? They did a sweep. We've been reading up on what a sweep I'm is. because we didn't horrified know. by yeah. the sweep. They did a sweep. It was just impossible. I think my service is, is, on, a, is on a bit of a slant. Oh, that's so good for it's sex, quite... that. <laughs> No, it is. If you've got a slanted, tilted cervix. It's so that's what I've got. So I've got one of those and it's quite difficult. So what happened was the surgeon came in and he says, listen, Alison, nothing's happening here. And I was like, oh, I'm having a great time here in the hospital. <laughs> I was having my dinners. Everyone else was going through pain and they were going, I could see women like breathing heavily. They were going through all the contractions. And I, was like, oh, I was having a great time. <laughs> I was like being in a hotel. Yeah. It's great. They how really long, looked after me. And how long from when you went in and they were like, we've got to get him out until he, he started to come? Let's We'll get to the birth in a minute, but how yeah. long until he started, till you started having contractions? I didn't have any contractions. <gasps> oh this was goodness. like the, the best 
day of my life, I'll be honest with you. So the 4th of February came and the surgeon said, right, we're going to take him out now. I said, oh, it's my birthday tomorrow. Can we just wait one more day? <laughs> you negotiated. I negotiated. The- I said, oh, is there any way we can... He said, the only thing is I've got football with my son tomorrow. He said, okay, <laughs> let's go for tomorrow, four o'clock. And I was like, yeah, let's go four o'clock. So I had another day in the hospital because I was enjoying myself. I was enjoying so myself. Did you, it was great. Did you want him to be born... Oh, my birthday. On the same day yeah. as you. Yeah, so that's why she Really and truly. You'll never should... forget his no. birthday then, to be fair. But really, he should have been born the day before. Do you know what? If the midwife's going to agree for him to be born the next day, I'm sure it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Can we just quickly cover the sweep thing? Because Martin and I read about this yesterday and we were horrified. because I didn't know. video we saw. I, I didn't know what it was until we watched this video. And for anyone listening, and for the benefit of Bodge, because you might need reminding, it's a vaginal examination, like a really aggressive fingering. The nurse puts fingers through your cervix to release a hormone oxytocin doesn't always work. Um, if it's successful, you start to have contractions. Alison didn't. But the best bit of this video, it said, a sweep is not something we'd recommend as a DIY procedure. <laughs> 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 it's something that should be done by a professional. That's Kate, you might have a perfect birth. Well, it sounds like you did have the perfect birth. So you had no, um, your waters didn't break. You had the sweep, nothing happened. Yeah. And then they said, we're going to... You had the pessaries. Um, and then Aiden wasn't coming anyway. He was quite happy. Yeah, he was happy as Larry. You've obviously got a lovely womb. Exactly. You had a really nice time. He was comfortable. Yeah. He was comfortable. So they said, let's, go, let's continue. We're going to have to have a cesarean which I was a little bit disappointed in because I kind of wanted to do that whole... I'd had a lovely pregnancy and I wanted to give birth like a woman. So I did feel a little bit deflated and I was like, well, it's one of them and at least I can decide when my baby comes. So we decided tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow came. It was my birthday. <laughs> then Aiden's dad didn't get me a present. I was like, what's going on? Oh so I had goodness. this massive row with him on the day <laughs> before going down to surgery going, I can't believe you haven't even got me a present. He said, well, your present's about to come out, isn't it? <laughs> so then he decided to go off and get me some flowers and a present, yeah. at which point the surgeon said, you're right, we're going to go down early. I was like, oh. And then he'd left his phone also at the... Oh, no. So he'd gone off to find me a present, left his phone, and we are now being wheeled into surgery. I was like, but his daddy's not going to be... <laughs> Like started crying literally at the last moment he came in with a bunch of flowers and the car I was like I was like I don't need no flowers and car just get here now explain to me how a, a cesarean works are you, are you awake is so, it under local or gen- are you put so to sleep it's no you're not you're completely awake for this Kate so this is where they put an injection in your back to numb the lower part of your body is that an epidural it's an epidural I knew that thank you you're ding, ding, all ding, over this okay. so you have to bend over you have to bend over imagine you've got your big baby, mm. baby belly you have to bend over as much as you can so they open up your vertebrae at the back and then they literally put the, the needle in you have to be really still and then all I can remember feeling was like hot fire going down Painful? my legs no quite nice actually okay so very warm but just very warm hot fire like a warm feeling mm-hmm. Okay, once the, maybe the worst bit of that is the needle going in. Oh, that's probably. But after when he pumps the the fluid in, it's gone. Okay, straight so away. So are you laying on your back at this point? So I'm laying on my back, and then they're moving my feet. And I'm like, wow, this is like so cool because you can't feel your feet, but you can see them moving your feet. And you're like, oh, I can't even feel it. This is so weird. So then they're shuffling you onto another bed and then they cover you up with a curtain. But the only thing is there's a light and you can see everything. So it's like, it acts like a mirror, a reflection, so oh you can goodness. see what the surgeon's doing to your own body. Did you see him cut open your tummy? Well, I didn't look. I just looked away because I didn't want to be seeing that. 
Jeez. So they had then put some music on. Um, I think Aidan was born to... I think it was a whole new world. Stop it! No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh my god! It's a bit weird. So how how long does the sec- does the C section take? I would take? say about thirty five minutes to actually cut through all the layers because it's quite a few on mine. Maybe about ten minutes on you. <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> so it's quite it's like it's full on stomach surgery. They mm-hmm. cut through all your layers, muscle, everything, and then they get the baby out and then they lifted him up. Popped him over the top. He was like hanging over, like all droopy looking at me. I was like, oh my God, I love him. And I just fell in love with him instantly. And then I heard him cry for the first time. And then my mum was there and she like cleaned him up. And then um, they put him on my breast and started uh, suckling. That's important, isn't it? Yeah, but I was kind of nearly killing him with the size of my teeth. (laughs) I ain't going to (laughs) lie. So... (laughs) After a while, I realised that maybe my tits might be too big, and <laughs> Couldn't get his we mouth started bottle feeding him. And then, but I, it was my breast milk, so I would like express? what's it called? I would express with my electric mm-hmm. espresso, and then he like took it through the bottle. Wow, I cannot. So believe- it was really. I'll be honest with you. It was a really easy birth. I feel like a bit of a failure in the sense that I didn't have a proper birth because I'd love to experience the whole contractions and my water's breaking I didn't experience any of it it was like just really sad that you say you feel like a failure don't say that that upsets me because the biggest thing a woman can ever do is have a baby give birth and you you still had your baby but like when you said earlier you said I felt I wanted to give birth because I wanted to feel like a proper woman did you really feel less of a woman because you had to have an emergency you don't do anything you just like literally I can understand some people say who who have a cesarean they don't bond with their child because it's not the same sort of you know, you, you don't do, go do. through that pain and then all of a sudden, oh, yes, there's my baby. I'm just lying there. I'll tell you when the pain comes, when... Um, the anaesthetic or the, the epidural. No, the epidural. When that wears off, you realise, oh, my gosh, I've just had stomach surgery and, and you're in a lot of pain. People don't tell you about that bit. So for a good, you know, 10 days afterwards, you're in a lot of pain. You need a lot of help with the baby and stuff like that. You struggle to walk around and stuff. So that okay. is really hard work. If we do have a baby... One of my stipulations is is that I'm not going to give birth naturally. I want to have a C-section. You do want to have a C-section. Yeah. Well, you've got to remember that Bodgie's probably going to have to do a lot of the nappy changes at first. On the baby or on Kate? Well, <laughs> for, for at least three days, Kate, you, you're not going to be able to walk, yeah? No. Well, How- I couldn't anyway for, for about three days. I was really struggling. How long are you in hospital? Once you've had Aiden, if you have a, a cesarean, it just depends on how long it takes for your cath. You get a catheter afterwards. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a catheter, so remember that. So you can't go to the toilet. And oh so my gosh! When that comes out and you can use the toilet properly, then yeah, you can go. Do you have to have a catheter? Yeah. You, yeah. How many days for? Because you can't move. You can't. Oh my god! You just had surgery. I didn't. Sorry, darling. She I, came into this with a really strong. I'm sorry. definitely getting a C-section. Nothing's coming out down there. So you would opt for natural birth over a cesarean any day? Because you just don't, you've for only... the fact that you heal a little bit quicker as well and it's just the, the, the length of time. It's a, it's a massive thing. I mean, you lose feeling around that scar as well. Mm-hmm. I still haven't got feeling back in it and that's 14 years on. It's very low down, isn't it? It's not yeah, like a tummy scar. It's, it's, right, like... it's right on your bikini line. Right. You can't see it. 
It's interesting. It has made me think twice about doing that because I didn't realise how immobile you'd be after yeah. having it done. Like, I just kept pressing the buzzer and asking them to change the nappies and they were like, oh, Alison, you can walk now. I was like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> I was like, day seven. I was like, but I really like it here. I didn't want to go home. I literally loved it so much. I think I stayed in there 10 days. I could have gone, gone oh, wow. home on day six. Do you reckon? Milked it for every penny. I was like, I just don't think I'm ready. Um, <laughs> Show me how to change a nappy again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've quite grasped the fact that you have to do it like this. One thing I was going to say is that the one of the main reasons that puts me off having a baby out of my vagina is the fact that you can tear. Well, my sister, <sighs> I was in the birthing room with my sister and I'll be honest with you, it's one of the most loveliest moments of my life, seeing my little niece being born. I was the first person to hold her. I was the first person to see her head coming through. I just thought my sister was incredible. I just couldn't believe. Like, she just got into the whole feeling of it. All she had was gas and air. But every time she had the gas, she started talking in an American accent. She's like from Birmingham. She started talking. She was like, what's going on? Okay. So when she was going through a contraction, she yeah. literally was talking. She was an American woman. It was the Gas most and weird. sounds like a right like, Okay, all right, let's do this. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, what is she talking about? She was like, oh, Ali, can you just go and get me some water? Water. I need water. It was so funny. Gas and does Yeah, crazy and then she'd go back to normal. She'd go, right. And then when the contraction wore off, she was like normal again, like talking in a normal accent. But I said, babe, you keep talking in like American accent. She was going, don't be silly. So, so she was denying that she was talking. Yeah, she's like, don't be silly, Al. What are you on about? So being your sister's birthing partner was an incredible experience for you. I just went to see if she was okay at the hospital. I wasn't supposed to actually be her birthing partner. I just went in to see if she was all right. And then next thing I know, she's going through contractions, the water's broken. She's like, don't go, don't go. Next thing I know, I'm watching my niece come out of my sister's vagina. I watched my twin sisters um, first or second, can't remember, I should really know, but I watched one of my sister's kids being born and I was holding my twin sister's hand oh. and then when they're like, come on, Karen, keep pushing, I was like, I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to watch that. But then I felt like I want to watch yeah. it. Yeah, did you so watch? I, yeah, and I saw the head coming out and it's I was amazing, like, amazing, it? it's it's Yeah, it's incredible. Very and then emotional. when they say, okay, stop, stop pushing and they've got a pants and you're like, don't push now because you will, because that's the point where you tear, you see. Mm. When they tell you to stop pushing, because it's got to be done quite slowly. Well, Karen couldn't get the head out. Oh. Um, so what they did was they had forceps and I saw them just cut her vagina like it was a, oh. like it was a piece of meat. As soon as they cut it, the baby flew out. Really? Because it was stuck and they were going to use one of those, what's those things, a plunger? <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> did That's, she give birth um, in the 1800s? What's going on? <laughs> no. Is it, oh, what's they, that they, called? They, von, von something, Von Deuce. What's it called? Oh, I can't even remember. Wait, is it, they, they suck the baby out and then the baby has a cone head. Yeah. And she was going, no, oh no, my baby having a cone head, please don't. And they were like, well, if you don't want that, we're going to cut you. And then they sewed her back up. So she yeah, had stitches. Looks, Did your sister? No, no, she was quite good because she already had a child. She didn't rip at okay. all. So she was like, she was amazing. One thing I'm worried about is... I was so impressed. Is, um, I've got a large head. Oh my God, I have the got a biggest head. head. And do you know, my mum actually did say, yeah. if you came first, I'm not sure I'd have had another one. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. she, she hasn't gone into detail, surprisingly. No, she did. She said that <laughs> did when, she? when you, you? <laughs> when, when you, she first had her 12-week scan, they were like, your baby's head is abnormally large. <gasps> no. You need to come not in. 12 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Later or, on. All right, 20 weeks. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Let's not get technical. And they said, your baby's head is abnormally large. No, There might okay. be a problem. You have to come in for extra checkups. She told me this. Yeah, yeah. No, this is true. Because they, they thought you had water on your brain. No. So, no, this is after I was born. So they kept coming in and they said, no, it's okay. He's just got a massive head. <laughs> 
And how do you cope with your massive head now? Um, you get hats and stuff like, easily. No. Look at the scar on the side of his head. He just bang. He bangs it on everything. He's just walking oh. into doors constantly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. But this is what also another reason why I don't want to give birth naturally. Because my vagina would be in absolute bits. It's like Hey Arnold oh, coming out. Oh my, I would so tear. I would so tear. Look at the size I ain't going to lie, head. you probably would, to be honest yeah. with you. And my mum's cervix was so small, she had to have a C-section with all of her kids. And they say your birth is going is like your mum's birth, don't they? Just go for the C-section. And also, you put Kate, me off, Babs. No, to I'm be honest with you, you've got to remember, I'm quite a big girly as well, so I've got a bit of a gut you haven't really got that much of a gut so i reckon you would heal a little bit quicker um it's quite a personal question but did your sister poop while giving birth no. because it does happen and midwives are apparently very discreet and they wipe it away i mean you would want them to wouldn't you your baby coming out and it's covered in your own poo oh hi nice to meet you you're covered in my own shit this is fun oh it'd be the worst wouldn't it worst introduction to your kid you're ripped open your baby's covered in shit <laughs> they're playing a whole new world oh. and they're trying to put it on your chest you're like no yeah. can you go and clean it Oh my God, like, see, that's another reason why it's just so off-putting. It's just one of those things. I mean, yeah. when it comes to the birth, Kate, you really are not going to be bothered about whether you've had a, a shit or not. <laughs> <laughs> I will. It'll be so embarrassing. I'd be mortified if I you pooed won't. on my baby's head. You won't. Would you really want to watch? Would you stand up the other end or would you Would you watch oh. the baby? Do you think he would? Do you think it'd be nice for him? I thought, well, my sister's husband didn't watch at all. She no. just wanted to be next to her and comfort his wife. But I just was like, oh, I've got to have a look at this. Yeah. Do you know what it's I just like? I couldn't believe how big, like, you can stretch. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Do you know those videos you see on, like, Facebook and you were yeah. I kind of think that's what it'd be like you'd be like, I'd be like oh I don't want to watch that but then secretly actually I do want to watch that yeah it's your kid coming yeah. out of my pansy it's more kind of you know what it's like horrified. do you watch those spots where they squeeze the spots <laughs> yes yes <laughs> how good are those videos that's it that's like it. they're disgusting but like yeah. you just can't stop watching 
I was going to ask the question, uh, did it feel different having sex for the first time after giving birth? But you had a C-section, so I asked the internet instead. It's exactly the same. This is the best response. After a C-section it is. He said, shagging my wife for the first time after giving birth was like putting my willy into a bowl of microwave mincemeat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Gross. Oh dear. What was what was left there? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So that was my favourite response. Have an operation for that, though. You can. You I mean, you can have all kinds yeah, of operations. Yeah, get a little now, nip and tuck. Um, any advice for Bodge if he was to ever be my birthing partner? Just do whatever she says. Or, she's always right she's when she's always, pregnant. Okay. And if I'm for nine ba- months, she's always right. <laughs> all right. For nine months, as soon as that baby comes back, you can go back to being. Well, you've got the first twelve weeks where you're not sure. So I think I can kind of get away <laughs> with some negotiation. Yeah. But after that, I, yeah. Yeah, she's always right as far as I'm concerned. Just don't argue with her. If she says something's right and you just think, what is she going on about? Just say yes, dear. And I think one bit of advice I'd give you after listening to Alison is if it's my birthday and the baby comes on my birth, buy me a present. <laughs> yes. Buy me a card as well. Yeah. You know how I feel about cards. I'm very bad at buying cards, I have to say. Yeah. One of my friends said that, uh, I think it was six months in, his fiance became so unreasonable that he just started to treat her like she was crazy so she'd she'd just be like get me a mars bar covered in twigs and be like fine not but that just stop questioning anything she said and just say that's the best way to be okay so if i turn into crazy crazy katie then yeah you know exactly what to do just don't do it before you give birth as in don't do it before you're pregnant even no alison are you planning on having any more children no not at the minute no you're done done. would you like to i feel like i'm done like i've got a 14 year old can you imagine having another child the gap i mean the beginning bit that's why i say to you and budge just have your kids and get it over with because i think the beginning bit is the hardest you know when you don't sleep because i love my sleep Mm -hmm. i think that's the hardest time you really don't need to delay this you need to get pregnant asap Really. Oh my goodness, you're really selling it to me. So so the, the beginning bit where you don't get any sleep. Where you don't get any sleep. You want to get that bit out of the way. So the first year is very difficult because mm-hmm. you you're not sleeping very well, I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes they might only sleep for three hours at a time. So when you're tired, you tend yeah. to be grouchy. Yes. And this is another thing that puts me off having a baby. I genuinely think it would tear us apart. I feel like no, it that first year we would just be at each other and we'd be arguing because we'd be tired. And I don't want our relationship to change. I'm so happy right now with our dogs. And I just don't think thing, that our baby is going to add anything to that. So, so this is where I, I kind of come as a counterpoint yeah, here. Yeah. Because the, the fact is... It is difficult. I can see that. I see that with my friends. That first year is very, very tough. But then beyond that, when they're actually starting to, you know, recognise you and they're learning their first words and first steps and stuff, that stuff all makes it more than worth it, right? Yeah, I agree. It, it is lovely. But it also is, it's your child, Kate. It's like part of you. And you love Budge so, so much. Imagine seeing what you both create in its part of both of you and you both love each other (laughs) one massive head (laughs) little baby with a massive head (laughs) but you know what I mean it's it's just a lovely I think it's just a lovely thing to go and you're doing it together so when you're feeling down and I'm really tired baby Bodgie's going to pick you up and he's going to take over you've got a partnership remember my boyfriend left me after two weeks so I was on my own doing it wait a minute so you've got to remember wait a minute he left you after two weeks after two weeks he went back to Manchester and we split up so I was all on my own doing this so it's a lot more difficult but you two have got love first of all ultimately and the fact that you're going to do it together and you've even prepped this and you're talking to you know you've been very sensible about this you've talked to lots of people you're going to be there for each other so you're going to have bad days you're going to have good days as a team as a partnership you're going to do it together Mm. I'm so sorry I didn't know that he left you so soon after giving birth yeah 
It was. It's quite soon. Yeah, because I remember. I remember him. I remember you talking about yeah. him a lot, and I just didn't realise that you did that on your own. I just kept it to myself because I was working as well. I was doing other things, and I just kept it to myself. And I've got the best family, so mm. it was perfect. It was fine. That's another episode I want to get you imagine, on for. Just imagine the two of you. You got you got each other's back now. Imagine when you've got a kid. It's it's gonna be fine. I don't know if you know the answer to this question. If you plan, like for me, if I wanted a C-section and cesarean birth, what if I planned it and then the baby was early? What if I suddenly went into labour? Would I still be able to go in and have my... Or would there be a chance that I'd have to then push it out my twinkle? Very good question. Do you I know? think that's a, a question from medical staff. But I think, <laughs> I think in my own Hammond world, I think you would have to go through the birth. But I think they could give you lots of pain relief. I never knew that you had to have an epidural during a C-section. I thought it was something else. But I guess it's... Yeah. No, I didn't well, know. Yeah, you thought you had to go under general anesthetic. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what to I sleep, thought. Wake up. Yeah. I Can I just say something? You go two on. have got two dogs, is that right? Mm -hmm. Two yeah. dogs. So I would never have a dog because I'm too scared of how much I've got to give to a dog, yet I've got a child. So it scares me to get a dog at the moment. So the very fact you're saying you're scared to have a child, I think having a child is easier than having a dog because I haven't got a dog and I'm scared to have one. Because of the responsibility that the comes responsibility with it. The responsibility that comes with it, all the exercise that I've got to give it. At least with Aiden, he just goes off and does his own football clubs and stuff. Yeah, but you can't leave a child at home for four hours, can you, when you go to work? Yeah, that's the thing. You can sometimes, though. <laughs> that's, that's a joke. The, that's the thing. I, I, it's not as much responsibility. In a way, it is because you have to plan everything around yeah. having to... You can take a child anywhere. That is the pro, right? Yeah. And I think we should end on this. Three pros and three cons. You can take a child anywhere. You can't take dogs everywhere. Exactly. You can't take them on an aeroplane. You can't take them into certain restaurants. You can't take them yeah. shopping. Swimming. Clothes. People look down on your dogs as well. Yeah. Like when you get into taxis, they're like, no, I don't want your dog in my taxi. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. With a child, no one ever does that. That's another thing that you need to think of. Mm -hmm. No one's going to look down on you. Are Do you they... think your dogs will like your child? Oh, they would. Oh, yeah. We had a lovely moment the other day in a, in a little cafe. We were having brunch and this little toddler came over and she was stroking the doggies and they were back to us kind of sniffing her and they just started Aww. licking her face. And I was just like, I want a baby just because of that. Aww. And then I was like, actually, no, I don't want anything else. <laughs> All I can say is it's enriched my life in ways that I could never imagine. And I wouldn't take it away for the world. And it's the best thing that's ever happened. It's grounded me. He's the anchor of my life. The, everything that I do now is for Aiden. So it's a wonderful thing. And I think, personally, if you love someone as much as you love Bodge, you want to make him happy anyway, and I think you should give him a baby. Do you think I'm a bad person? For no, being, but For being not selfish, for not wanting to put my life, put a baby's no. life before mine. No, I, just I don't think it's selfish. I just think you, fear is holding you back. That's it. So true. Fear is holding me back. Fear is holding you back. That surprised me when I said to you, when did you know you wanted to be a mum? And you said, when I saw his yeah. face. Everyone has said to me, once you have the baby, you will never regret it. No, you don't. But you, you might not be ready. You might It might be unplanned. It could have been. But once you have the baby. Yeah, it's amazing. Imagine basically Baxter but he can ask you for sandwiches. <laughs> Baxter can ask me for sandwiches anyway. Well. Um, are there any cons, be honest? Bad? Lack of sleep. Okay. That, that is the big con for me. And what about when they get you know, to the age of like a toddler or growing um, up? Um, they don't listen to you. <laughs> and when they can become a teenager, they back chat you. Mm -hmm. And there could be bad days when you, know, you fall out with them. But I think the, the pluses outweigh the, the cons, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. I definitely think that. You know, I saw him the other day, he's had his hair done. Just seeing him, 
get his hair done and loving himself off and taking <laughs> photos of himself for his Instagram. Oh my God, he's such a grown-up. You know, doing his, he's doing his uh, Duke of Edinburgh at the moment. I'm so proud. Wow. I never thought that he'd be into that sort of thing, really, but he's, like, really into his adventure and challenge stuff. And yeah, what, what's he really into? What are his, what oh, are his... he loves Formula One. Like, Does Formula he? One is his life. Can you can you take him on to like form? They do junior Formula One, don't they? He does go kart. He does karting and stuff like that. Yeah, he's really good actually. He beats all the adults. Get him into Formula One. What a career! I know. know. Look at Lewis Hamilton. I did speak to um, Jerry Halliwell, but she never called me back. Did she not? No. Um, Call me. (laughs) Can I just ask what the connection to Jerry with Jerry Halliwell and Formula One is? I have no idea. So her husband is um, Christian Horner. And he works for Red Bull. Red Bull. Red yeah. Bull. Oh wow! He runs the team. Can't you tap up Lewis Hamilton and say, "Look, give him a I few know lessons." I know his dad. <laughs> you know Lewis I know his dad. dad. I met him a couple of times. I asked for some tickets. I never heard from him again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That's the worst thing when you're asking someone for a, a freebie. Um, <laughs> or when they say to you, "Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ask me any time." You go, "Can we?" And they're just nothing. <laughs> Yeah, like, why did you? Did I you did... do that for Strictly yeah. for me? <laughs> Can we come and see Strictly? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I did, and you never got no, back to me. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So after my discussion, have I kind of like maybe twisted your arm a little bit? Honestly, I swear, I'm not just saying this. You made me think it might not be so bad. Yeah. But every conversation we're having is kind of up and down. One week I'm like, oh no, definitely not. But I knew that's what would happen when we were recording this podcast. It's quite difficult. You never really see it as the male side of normally they want to have a baby. It's such a refreshing change on things, really. Mm. I think of this, I just the thought of having... It's like you said, like the thought of having a, a kid with Kate is... Like, I'm quite excited for that idea. And like combining the two of us. So it's kind of got uh, my head, um, her... Her, her eyes. Ang- her anger. Excuse uh, me. I'll smash your face in. Uh, but all jokes aside, I think that would be be an awesome little little exactly, person. little package. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then seeing the dogs and how they are with yeah, kids and stuff. Yeah, watching them grow. I don't know. I've just got this horrible feeling it's going to ruin everything. I'm just really glad this podcast. bring you closer. We're going to have this podcast for years to come. And then when our child is 10, we'll be like, oh, we've got a present for you. Here's, here's mum saying that you ruined her life. <laughs> <laughs> she was so happy before you came. <laughs> you should have seen the smiles. Never again. Okay, one more thing, Alison, before you go. You didn't think that I'd forget your birthday, did you? I did, actually. Well, Alison, happy birthday to you. Happy oh, shut up. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alison. Happy birthday to you. Out of time. You know what? That's really touched my heart. I've got the most beautiful cake here. What's that on top of the cake? That popcorn. Try it. Oh. Are you allowed to? Your personal trainer's sitting in really my It's not the day to bring your <laughs> personal Ellis, trainer down. Ellis, it's her birthday tomorrow. Can she just have a little try of those popcorn things on the top? One little tiny piece. You can have a try. He said one no, piece. It's Mm. What is it? Is it a Malteser? It's a nut. Is it a nut? Oh. You haven't got any nut allergies, are you? No. That would be a disaster <laughs> killing you on your bloody birthday. Uh, it's nuts and chocolate. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Happy oh, birthday. And thank you thank so much you. for joining us on Maybe Baby. Oh, Maybe Baby was the best. Now give us a slice of that chocolate cake. Mm. Why do we come out of every episode feeling our absolute dingbats? Um, probably because in this case we are. Wallies. That's what we are. We're Numpties. Wallies. 
numpties. Thanks to Alison for sharing with us so candidly, but also entertaining us as she really, really did. I'd love to know how much of that cake her personal trainer allowed to eat afterwards as well. He was looking, <laughs> he was looking fairly sternly at us all after she ate that little nut. Um, giving birth is a funny old thing, isn't it? I mean, I know that's a stupid <laughs> thing to say, but even if you want to do things your own way and do it naturally or drug free or however, it always seems to get taken out of your hands more often than not. You don't really get the the choice with so many people i know they've ended up having an emergency c-section i don't Mm. think it's changed my mind about having a c-section though if i'm honest if i'm completely honest talking to people uh and hearing how much damage it can do to your twinkle still scares me far too much Uh, at least you know at least if it's a hospital treatment you're in safe hands they know what they're doing yeah and also less chance of shitting on your baby yeah definitely the worst introduction to the world possible (laughs) i've been thinking about what you asked me earlier uh about what did I ask you earlier? If it was possible, oh, yes. uh, would I be pregnant for you? <laughs> so I've been thinking about this. Go on, what's your answer? Um, I think it's only fair to say yes, right? Okay. Now, the thing is, I don't see how anyone could expect someone else to have a baby with them and not be willing to pick up the slack like that because obviously it's not the 50s. However, Christ, it does make you think this is a big fucking commitment. It changes your body so much and it's like nine months of everything. So... Yeah, fair play. I think actually this has been a good thinking exercise. I realise how much of an impact it would have on you. I He's think... had an awakening, everybody. It's a miracle. I'm... Also, it changes your body for way more than nine months, but we'll gloss over that. Okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that science hasn't quite reached this stage, though, and I don't have to fulfil my ultra-woke promise to you. I really thought we would have caught up with the movies by now. I mean, I don't think Junior was like... They looked at it and they went, this is the kind of scientific development we need in our lifetime. I'm actually quite terrified about having a C-section, if I'm completely honest with you, because mm. I thought that was the easy route. I didn't realise that for so long you'd be out of action, although you having to do everything for me for the first few weeks, that's... It's a that's bad a, look for a, both of us, isn't it? That's a bonus. You changing an appy would be hilarious. Have you ever done it? Uh, we did it with Margot, didn't we? But then again, you took over. I think I did. Like, <laughs> I take over everything. Anyway, apart from, you know, being slightly put off of the only way I thought possible to give birth, I really enjoyed having a chat with Alison and... Everybody that we speak to in this podcast always says the same thing. Just do it. Yeah. What's the worst thing that can happen? Mm. So I am looking forward to talking to somebody who hasn't had a baby and is happy with that decision to live child-free. As always, it's really nice to hear your thoughts about the podcast. And if you want to get in touch, you can. You can... Find us on Instagram. We are the Kate Lawler and the Notorious Bodge. Yeah. I don't think I've ever asked you where that name came from. It's like the Notorious B.I.G. Oh, but right. I wrote the Notorious B.O.J. How did I not get that? I love Biggie. There you go. I, I thought I was a big fan of his. Yeah, it's subtle. So- <laughs> Your mum was confused why as well. Even after I explained. The Notorious B.O.J. And the Kate Lawler. Or you can email maybebabycast at gmail.com. We'd love your questions. If there's anything you'd like to know about either of us or about our situation. I always say situation because it is a situation. What is it? Dilemma? Dilemma. About our dilemma. is good, yeah. Um, But I think also what we'll try and do, if you have any questions for any of our guests, we can always drop them a line and ask them the question yeah. and see if they can give us some feedback. That's a great shout. Also future guests. I've I, just thought of that. I like that. There Thinking on the spot, you clever chap. And as always, don't forget to like and subscribe if this is the first time you're listening to Maybe Baby. Uh, if you subscribe, then you'll be notified of all future episodes as and when they're released, which is every fortnight. Yes. Next week's guest, I'm very excited about. Mm. I mean, I'm excited about all the guests, but mm. it's going to be quite the controversial one. For now, thanks for listening and we look forward to next time. See you all soon. <laughs>